0: Hi, this is Lisa Michelle. I am beyond excited to announce that my one on one coaching program is reopening on July 8th. If you could use a little help starting, launching, or scaling your online business, coaching may be the one thing missing from your business strategy. Click on the link in the show notes to learn more about how I can help and to schedule your free 30 minute strategy call with yours truly. Space for summer enrollment is very limited, so please act fast. I can't wait to see what we can do for your business. Now on to the show. Welcome, welcome. It's Lisa Michelle, host of Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. If you've been here before, thank you so much for coming back. If you're new here, I appreciate you listening as well. I appreciate all of you coming to listen to the show. Uh, If you haven't already, go ahead and follow the show or subscribe on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on and visit the website. It's uh, PassiveIncomeGroup360.com. And what we aim to do is help new and aspiring online entrepreneurs start and grow their businesses. So if you're not sure what type of business you'd like to start, I'd like to be able to help guide you. If you have a business that you've started and you'd like to grow, I'd like to help you figure out ways to do that as well. So what I'd like to talk about today is whether or not you should start a blog. So I'm not sure whether any of you actually have blogs already, whether it's something you may have been considering, or do you even know what a blog is. Um, but a blog is basically a website where the author is posting blog posts related to usually a particular niche, or they're writing about personal experiences. So some people use it you know, to market their business. Other people use it almost as a journal or as a personal log. But you would usually have uh, multiple blog posts that are housed on one website, and then each post would serve almost like an article. It will cover a different topic. So right now in 2020, there are approximately 500 million blogs that are already in existence. So there are about 1.7 billion websites in total, and about one third of all those websites are blogs. So if you decide you want to start a blog, you're, you've got company, <laughs> you've got company. Um, so there's some benefits to having a blog. It can help you gain confidence with your writing because blog posts typically, uh, there could be as long as you want it to be. But if you're trying to actually have an article, you know, reach a lot of people or educate a group of people or reach the top of the Google search results You'd want your blog to be maybe a thousand, fifteen hundred words and up. So, if you're someone that's not confident in your writing, it's definitely good practice. You've got to do a little bit of research if it's something that you're not, you know, 100% comfortable discussing. So, it can help you gain confidence so that you feel more comfortable writing. So, maybe your goal is to become a writer, you need practice, maybe having a personal blog would help you build the skills, you would need to do something like that. It can be an outlet for you. It can be a creative outlet. If you want to use it more so as a journal or as a way to document your life, that can be great. You can start it, you know, in 2020, keep writing and then look back on it in 2025 and kind of see where you started and where you are then. Not a bad way to do that. If you're someone that likes to journal, you can possibly monetize a blog. There are people who are able to participate in affiliate marketing, and I've talked about that before. Where you become an affiliate for a company, and you promote that company, and if someone purchases it, purchases that product through you, you'd receive a small commission from that company. So it's a way to advertise whatever companies you're working with as an affiliate, because people will see that link. Well, they'll see the link that you provided by the company. If they click on it and purchase something, you could possibly receive money that way. There are also a lot of bloggers who sell products on their website. I've got a blog on my website and I do sell products on there. You can offer you know, free downloads. You can even offer full courses through your blog. So if you're someone that would like to maybe monetize a blog, then, you know, starting now may be a great idea. Also, even if you didn't want to necessarily sell products directly from the blog, you can use the blog as a way to market yourself. In the same way that people use YouTube to market themselves and to gain an audience, you could use a blog for the same thing. And if you're writing, really good blog posts and you're getting found in Google results, uh, search results, and you're able to market yourself on social media and on Pinterest, then you can gain a lot of traffic to your blog. And that might be good for your business. It's depending on what business you're in. It can definitely be a good way to advertise and promote yourself. Now, in order for a blog to be found in the all important Google search results. The blog post has got to be very detailed. So for example, if you're writing a blog post about the best five Colombian coffees that you've had, that's got to be extremely detailed. So not only are you just going to list the types of coffee that you've tasted and, you know, why it was great why the you know the one that you ranked as number one was ranked number one? You'd also want to drill down, talk about how the beans are, are harvested. What's the best uh, temperature to brew the coffee? How long should the coffee beans be um, you know left out without being I don't I don't know <laughs> locked away in a, a in a container? You know how long do the beans stay fresh? You want to really drill down and be as detailed as possible so that you have a 1500 word article by the time you're done. So, someone who's never had coffee or maybe someone who's never even heard of a coffee bean before would read your article and, and, and be fully informed. So, that's the type of detail that you want in a blog post in order to actually be found um, in the Google results. And that's what you want, right? If, if you're doing it for marketing purposes or you want to monetize the content on your blog you can't do that if you're not found. So that's that's the first thing. The second thing is you've got to know which topics are the most competitive. So now if you're writing a blog post about coffee beans, Colombian coffee beans, I don't know whether that's a saturated niche or not. I wouldn't think so, but it's definitely more targeted than just writing a blog post about coffee. You know what I mean? See if you drill down you kind of eliminate some of that competition. And if you're just talking about coffee, not only do you have other bloggers who you're competing with who have been established for years and they've got tons of articles or blog posts already on their on their site. But then you're also going to have, you know, companies like uh, whoever puts out Maxwell House, you may have Starbucks, um, you know, all the all the competition will be huge. Um, websites that receive you know millions of visitors a month will be writing about coffee and you don't want to have to compete with them in the ranking. So, you know, if your niche is coffee, you have to figure out different angles. Um look at different keyword search uh tools online. And I'll talk about that one day about keyword research and how it's so important when you're trying to drill down to pick a niche and um you know, avoid as much heavy competition as you can. This way, if someone's looking for a certain subject, if you could be one of the few that's actually written on it, then you're, you're golden because your posts will more, more than likely be closer to the top than, you know, maybe Starbucks who's just talking about uh, coffee in general. All right. So um, there are a ton of blogs out there, but don't be discouraged because as long as you find a niche that will set you apart from everyone else, you should be in a good spot. And um, they're not losing popularity. I know there are people who believe that, you know, YouTube is kind of taken over and that people are more interested in video now than in reading blogs. But you'd be surprised. There are still a lot of people who are looking for the information that you could provide in a blog. I'm on Pinterest a lot and I see tons of pins on pinterest that when you click on it it doesn't take you to you know a store it doesn't take you to a major brand nine times out of 10 it takes you to someone's blog so that means that even though there are a lot of blogs out there there's still a lot of people who are looking for that information and so as long as you've got people who are looking for what you're you're offering you don't have anything to worry about and if you haven't um, if you haven't yet decided whether or not blogging is something for you, um, I would suggest you maybe Google maybe a free course for an introductory course for new bloggers. There are several out there. There's several videos on YouTube that can give you a better sense of you know whether or not it's something you'd be interested in doing. Or you can actually sit down and try to write a blog post before you even go any further than that. And if you sit down to write a blog post and you realize, you know what, I hate this. (laughs) This is not something that I I really want to spend my time doing. Then you'll know that maybe that's that's not for you because you would definitely want to have to, definitely want to put out, you know, different blog posts. If, you know, maybe not as frequent as once a week, but you want to do it regularly. So if you tell your audience to expect, you know, a new blog post once every other week, then you definitely want to make sure you follow through with that because that consistency is what ha- will have people coming back to say hey you know I wonder what they're writing about you know this time and they go back and then they don't see your your post and maybe a little bit disappointing so maybe try to write a blog post and just see <laughs> see if it's something that you would want to do and keep in mind in addition to writing the article you want to include lots of really nice really interesting images. So if you are not familiar with the website um Pixabay or Unsplash, those are two websites that are amazing. They've got great photography and they really do help when you need to have some type of um some type of images for your blog post. So you don't want to just write a 1500 or 2000 word blog post with no pictures because It's a little boring (laughs) people. You don't want people to look at it, scroll down like, oh, it's a really long article and then leave the page. If you've got, you know, something there that pops a little bit is there's a higher likelihood that you'll maybe keep people on the article in the article and on your site a little bit longer. And then when people are on your site longer, then guess what? That helps your Google search results as well. And then once you've got more than one article on your site, let's maybe you have got five articles. If they're related in any way, you can link people to the other articles, right? So if you have that one article on the Colombian coffee beans and you have another article on the best coffee mug designs from 2020, you know, at the bottom of that post, you can say you may also be interested in this related post that talks about the best coffee. So this way people will stay on your site and kind of follow you around, you know, hopefully through the rabbit hole and they just keep reading your articles back to back. That would be the ultimate goal. So you definitely want to make it um, in depth and long enough for people to actually learn something and detail enough so that Google search results will know what it is you're talking about and rank you really high. You want to put images on there to keep the article interesting and give people something to look at so they'll stay stay on your article uh, a little bit longer. And you also want to make sure that you're linking to other content on the site. And for search engine optimization purposes, you wanna just link the title of your, or, or mention the title of your post everywhere in that post. So you wanna mention coffee beans throughout the post, mentioned Colombian coffee beans, you know, a few times throughout the post. And then when you have your images, you'd want to name it with the alt text. If you're familiar familiar with alt text, it's to help people who are visually impaired know what images are on your site without them being able to see it. So if you have a picture of, you know, uh, a sack of coffee beans, the alt text would say Colombian coffee beans. And actually naming the images within your post that actually helps with your um, search results as well. So all those things um, play a part into having a successful blog post that will get seen. So if it's something that you're interested in doing, um, let me know. Go on over to the website, PassiveIncomeGroup360.com forward slash blog and leave a comment. I'm really curious to know how many of you either have a blog and if you do, shout yourself out. What's the name of your blog? I'd be happy to spread the word and listen and and read it myself. And if you don't have a blog, are you thinking about starting a blog? Are you saying, heck no, I want no parts of a blog? Either way, it'll be fun to find out where your head's at. So go over to the website and leave me a comment. And that is going to do it for today. Um, Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that everyone's doing well with all the craziness that's going on in the world today. I hope that you all staying safe and staying healthy. But until next time, everybody, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.